Hello and welcome to another MyTunes podcast right here at manxradio.com. Mark Tiley, the nation's station, Manx Radio. This week, my MyTunes guest has represented the Isle of Man and uh, other areas in very, very fine, top-end, elite sport. She is also a paediatric physiotherapist. I'm delighted to welcome to my tunes, Kim Dean. Kim, welcome to the programme. Hi, Mark. Thank you very much for having me. Well, thank you. And I'm sorry I left it until you disappeared off the island to get hold of you. I can't believe it because you're no longer... The... Just explain to our listener that we're doing this over uh, the computer because you now live back in, uh, in England. I do, yes. I moved back to concentrate my training for the Commonwealth Games and uh, to sort of concentrate on the run-up to Paris to hopefully qualify uh, for the Paralympic in 2024. Hugely exciting, and I want to talk a lot about that in a moment. But let's go to you coming here first, because you came over initially uh, for your uh, physiotherapy work. Is that right? Yeah, I did, yeah. So where did you train? I trained at the University of Salford. And was it always going to be uh, the younger end of the spectrum you wanted to work with? Yeah, definitely. Um, always wanted to be um, a paediatric physio. Uh, from my own experience of having physio as a teenager, having um, both good experiences and bad experiences, um, just wanting to be one of the good ones uh, when I grew up. So uh, hopefully I've achieved that by now. So physiotherapy isn't necessarily always hands-on. Physiotherapy um, is about understanding how the body moves and how the body's systems work, um, how the sort of brain sends those signals to your muscles and then how your muscles uh, execute that movement. Um, so it's about understanding all the background around that. And it's about then sort of giving people the tools to be independent to be kind of the best that they can be in a particular movement sense so from a pediatric point of view it's about working with children to go through those motor milestones and to achieve the highest level of motor movement that they can for some children that will be getting up and about walking running jumping um, for some who perhaps have some neurological conditions or um, impairment that affects the way that they move it will be making the best of that situation so that they can be as independent as possible um, so it's about yeah incorporating all those things it's not necessarily always hands-on sometimes it's hands-on to help someone experience a movement as they're sort of learning the process and then it's about giving them the tools to sort of understand their own body um understand how their body's moving and how to sort of improve that when did you start getting into the weightlifting uh, as a very serious pursuit it was probably 2019 as a serious thing, I've always kind of done bits of gym work and stuff and wanted to sort of be, be strong and healthy and just, you know, uh, from a just general fitness point of view, always kind of been interested in sort of weights in, in that respect of being healthy. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of got in with a really good personal trainer at, um, at Northwest Gym. Um, it was Dean Lennon. I don't know whether he still works there. I think he works somewhere else now. And uh, me and Dean got on really well and got really into sort of bench press and things like that. And then um, 
sort of got spotted by British weightlifting and asked to come on board. So the really serious stuff started probably early 2019. Well, we're going to talk about the really serious stuff tomorrow, but let's have your first musical choice of the week. What's it going to be, Kim? It's going to be Shania Twain, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. It takes me back to my sort of teenage years and it's just a great kind of song, empowering song, and but also good beat to it. So it's the kind of thing that if it comes on in the gym, yeah, you're not wanting to try and find the skip button. It's, it's you know, you can get into it. Let's go, girls.
week, my MyTunes guest left us. <laughs> she's not in the Isle of Man. She was, but she's not anymore because she is looking at competing at an even higher level in power lifting than she has done already. Kim, Dean, thank you for joining us on MyTunes. Oh, thank you very much. It's good to be back with you, Mark. Well, it's lovely to have you on. No stranger to Manx Radio. We followed your efforts on the news when you were lifting for the Isle of Man in various competitions and whatever. Now, I need to get things straight in my head. In Paralympics, there are so many categories that uh, a lot of us who don't know the, the ins and outs of it get a bit confused. How do they decide what you can do um, which which events you can compete in? How does it work? So Paralympics is governed by International Paralympic Committee and they set out different classifications based on a person's uh, disability or impairment. And they sort of look at perhaps how many athletes are competing in a particular sport. Obviously, it needs to be competitive and they're looking for good kind of showcase um, events that they can showcase to the world. So that's why you'll get a lot of cerebral palsy athletes competing across a wide range of sports because the, the numbers are there to showcase the sport, but also to allow for really good competition. The same with sort of visually impaired athletes as well. So being from an athlete group which is much smaller, there are fewer sports available at the Paralympic level just from a, making sure there is a good enough scope of competition available from a wide number of athletes so for someone like myself with a chondroplasia um where it's a dwarfism condition um or a short stature condition and therefore the sports available to us as a female athlete would be shot put swimming or powerlifting so obviously people will have heard of ellie simmons ellie robinson Maisie summers newton who did amazing things for great britain in tokyo and right the way back to beijing when ellie simmons first burst onto the scene so there's some big high profile athletes in the world of swimming for people in the know there are more high profile athletes in shot put there's a number of us on the GB squad um, with dwarfism condition so um, that's really kind of great for powerlifting but it's um, probably one of the sports that doesn't get as much TV coverage but hopefully that will that change based on our recent successes. I was absolutely thrilled to see the integration of the uh, both sides of disciplines in the Commonwealth Games recently I thought that was a brilliant thing not to have two separate games. It was a great experience, definitely, to be with um, such a wide variety of athletes. Um, obviously, being in the village, you're not just with other kind of weightlifters or powerlifters. We were eating in the same food hall as all the, the netball teams, for example. Yeah. So it was like really good to mix with athletes from other sports and, like you say, have that mix of para-athletes and uh, able-bodied athletes was really, really good. Obviously, at that kind of event, the sports are limited because you've got to try and cram it all into that week, which is why, obviously, the Olympics and Paralympics are separate to yeah. make sure that everyone's got that opportunity to compete across a wide range of sports. Let's have today's track. What's it going to be, Kim? Today's track's going to be uh, Savage Garden, Truly, Madly, Deeply. Any particular reason? Again, just one of those songs that kind of sticks with you. If you hear it once, you know, you kind of remember it. It's got a really good kind of tune to it. And it's one of those ones you can just kind of belt out while you're driving along in the car.
through my tunes already i can't believe it my guest this week sadly is no longer in the isle of man because she is training and preparing for some amazing major sporting events uh, she wowed us at the uh, commonwealth games she's been in championships she is an amazing power lifter and also a physiotherapist kim dean thank you again for joining us on my tunes Thanks, Mark. It's lovely to be back again um, and great to be chatting with you this week. You mentioned yesterday probably the best-known para-athlete, Ellie Simmons, who is currently in Strictly Come Dancing. What did you think of that when you saw her pop up on the screen? Um, I think it's a fantastic opportunity. So much of growing up in life is about representation and we've heard that over the past number of years with the Black Lives Matter movement and if you can see something, you can be it. So I think it's it's really, really important to have on Strictly representation, people that you can relate to. So it's absolutely fantastic to have um, Ellie on as an athlete, as a person with dwarfism and as a dancer. Um, and I'm sure that so many um, young girls and boys will be watching it with great excitement going, oh yeah, I, I can dance too. That is something that isn't shut off from me just because I will be shorter than my partner so I think it's absolutely amazing for representation I think what Strictly have done over the last couple of years in increasing that representation uh, not just from a disability point of view but from sexual orientation point of view you know a diversity point of view it's it's been really good to see that increased that it's not just sort of straight white people dancing on Strictly Come Dancing anymore. It's a mix that reflects all society. So um, it's it's been really great to see. Yeah, it's an, it's an unbelievable showcase for diversity, as you say, right across the board. I do want to focus on your training because we talked at the beginning of the week, you've gone back to England really to get, to get worked up, hopefully, for Paris. Now this, that the Olympics, the Paralympics in Paris, what sort of work schedule have you taken on? 
it's I mean it's it's just great to be working towards that and 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 that's the aim to to qualify being being back in England means that I can be down in Loughborough every week um to train with the rest of the squad um one day a week so I'm working four days a week um on my day off which happens to be a Wednesday uh I head down to Loughborough every week and and train with the squad so it just means that my training can be fine-tuned and tweaked I'm working with all the equipment that we would use in a competition. Um, so I'm not kind of cobbling it together in my local gym, um, which is great. And we've, we've got great feedback from um, some of the equipment that we've got uh, available, which sort of goes through how fast we're pressing. And it just means that we can make all those fine tunes and we can really sort of make sure we've, we've got a solid training plan in, in place for the competitions that run up towards Paris so that we can hopefully secure that top eight spot and, and get a seat on the, the plane or oh, the yeah. Eurotunnel, whichever way we'll get there. Oh, yeah. I heard a, a, a fascinating talk. I think it was Sir Chris Hoy saying that in sport these days, marginal differences are really all that will take you into a top 10 or a top six from being top 50. He's, he was saying that... The work ethic is so intense now that these are tiny little differences that will get you into a squad. Yeah, it's, you know, it's um, for us as, as para powerlifters, um, you know, it could be a one kilo difference over you and your, your closest rival and that results in you being in the eighth place and your rival being in the ninth place. So it's it's all about using those kilos. It's about using... What can we use to our advantage? You know, it's maybe, for instance, in in sort of powerlifting cases, it's perhaps how wide your grip is on the bar, because if your grip is slightly wider, you don't have as far to move the bar. So therefore, you can work over a shorter range and you can be more powerful in that shorter range. So it's it's all those things trying to work out. But like you say, those minute differences, which thankfully I leave up to my coach and uh-huh. I just do as I'm told and <laughs> um, just crack on with it. Um, and yeah, it's it's working out what kind of program we're going to put in place to build strength, how we're going to adjust our diet to make sure that we're taking on board um, everything that we need to build muscle mass, making sure we get good sleep routines. It's all of that whole life approach to sport totally a whole life issue let's have today's choice of music i love the way this lady dances tell me why you've chosen tina turner um so i've chosen tina turner what's love got to do with it so back on the island during training um lots of the coaches would bring their own playlists on a friday and we'd have the lovely josh and he'd always have a a great playlist for us and this was a, a popular hit that um would play a bit of a, a classic she's a legend um and it's one of those real sing-along in the gym karaoke voices doesn't matter that we're not in tune we're all having a great laugh so it just really takes me back to training with the guys and the amount of fun that we used to have during those sessions on fridays It's physical, only 
week we're talking weightlifting we may well be talking olympic power lifting because my guest is currently as we speak well not actually now but most days getting ready preparing herself hopefully to join the paralympic squad for paris 2024 kim dean is on my tunes kim i wanted to talk to you today about longevity in the in that particular sport because most sports have a window now, whether it's purely fitness or age-related, how do you see the window for you to be at your peak for powerlifting? Powerlifting is a, a bit unique in, in that respect because it's it's just about how, how strong you are and how good you are at maintaining that strength. So a lot of that isn't just an age an age thing. You can maintain strength through through getting older through the years which is is good for us that are the wrong side of 30 shall we say you know we've got athletes that have just been to the european championships there was an athlete there from turkmenistan who was 49 and he came third in his category so he's 49 still representing his country um still meddling for his country so you know the the longevity in our sport can be as long as you can keep going, as long as you can keep your strength fitness at that peak and keep building on it and, and keep up to, to that level, then you can stay within the sport. So um, 
I'm I'm not the oldest person on the squad. I'm the, the second oldest person on the squad, I think, at 35. There are a few of us in our 30s. The rest of them are younger, the sort of mid, mid, early 20s. But it's a sport that you can grow into, mature into. Hopefully, the older and wiser you are, you learn how to handle yourself within a competition situation and you develop that kind of psychological maturity um, that you can bring to it as well because it is about sort of running through your game plan um, and, and sticking to that as well as the, the sort of strength side as well. Well, as you say, the mental attitude to working for years to get to your best and then delivering it in with this, within the space of a few minutes, a, a, a well-honed, a well-settled brain is every bit as important, I would suggest. Definitely. You've got to run through your technical aspects. You've got to nail those technical aspects. And um, if you can nail those technical aspects, as long as the strength is behind you, you should have those three white lights come up at the end of your lift and hopefully head into the medals. You represented the Isle of Man at the Commonwealth Games and then recently European Championships, a silver in those championships. And before we get to Paris 2024, you've got the World Championships in Dubai. Is that next June? That's next June, yeah. And you'll be representing GB in that? GB, yeah. So um, outside of the Commonwealth, we sort of represent GB. Um, obviously, in the Commonwealth, I was so proud to represent the Isle of Man and fly the Manx flag in a para-sport event uh, for the first time, which was amazing. Oh, totally amazing. This World Championships in Dubai, are they a real benchmark towards getting a place as you say on the train or on the plane for Paris definitely it's one of the um qualification events you have to attend sort of non-attendance is only kind of looked looked at in um, exceptional circumstances so you have to be there and it's one of the last opportunities you get to to post that qualification event so it's definitely a major event within our sport and a lot of people will be going there with hopes of securing their ticket to Paris and representing their country. Well, here's to it. From everybody in Port Erin who misses you like mad. They're all waving, by the way, at the radio. Uh, <laughs> they miss you. Oh, I miss it too. I miss those sunsets. Uh, yeah, well, you don't get sunsets like that in, in many places. Come back and see us at some stage, if you can, Kim. be lovely if you could. Oh, definitely, definitely. I've got uh, quite a few people to come back and see and catch up with. And, um, yeah, there's definite trips to Port Erin included. Good. Good. And best of luck for everything that's on the horizon and over the horizon in Paris. Let's have your final track. What's it going to be? Final track. It's another sort of blast from the past from my teenagers. It's Avril Lavigne and Complicated because we all know life is never straightforward. <laughs> never a truer word spoken. Kim, thank you for being on my tunes. Oh, no worries. Thank you so much, Mark, for inviting me along. It's been great to chat with you. Round everyone else, you want 
like you're something else Where you are and where it's at You see, you're making me Laugh out when you strike your pose Take off all your preppy clothes You know you're not fooling anyone When you become somebody Kim Dean for joining me on my tunes all this week. Don't forget, keep coming back here to manxradio.com because there are new podcasts appearing every single day. I'm Mark Tiley and I'll be back with the Shaw Morning Show Monday to Friday, 9.30. Hope you can join me. <laughs>